0: Hello, and welcome back to The Vanquisher's Guide. I'm Randy. Hello, and I'm Bryce. And I'm Bradley. And he forgot he was next. You I forgot the order. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to do that to this us? This is so embarrassing. Man, I can't believe I would be so embarrassed if I ever did that. I don't so know. If I would never say anything. No. I would just be quiet for the nest, rest of the episode. <laughs> Just his name, man. Stop like <laughs> bullying, Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not that I've done that before. No, never, sure. <laughs> never, really not once. This is the first time we've ever. Uh, 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 yeah, for sure. Oh man, but welcome back to this episode. Uh, I'm excited about this episode. We're actually gonna be diving into uh a creature that's kind of related to the last creature that I did a little bit.
1: Um this, uh... and jersey devil if I can. yeah this is the jersey devil
0: yeah nice memory oh,
1: we talked so. about more demons or devils
0: or... <laughs> i mean i would say these guys kind of depends on who you ask could or be considered jersey, a demon. Or... <laughs> um so these are kind of tangentially related to uh the jersey devil which will explain the connection at the end of the episode uh but this creature is called oh. the jackalope what? Uh, Yeah, have you guys ever heard of the Jersey Devil at all? That's (laughs) the thing. We'll figure that out. We'll find out at the end Uh, of the episode.
2: Man, cliff Uh at the beginning. What?
0: What (laughs) is that? Foreshadowing? Is that what that is? (laughs) It is definitely foreshadowing. Some epic foreshadowing.
1: I know my lyrical
0: terms.
1: (laughs) Have I heard of this? Um, I think like I might have heard it referenced by like a stereotypical like prospector guy in a couple movies maybe (laughs) you know (laughs) when you say jackalope i'm like that's what i think of
0: i got them jackalopes out there in the wilderness
1: them darn tootin jackalopes (laughs) eating my bacon grease my cabbages (laughs) my bacon grease (laughs) it's an essential food pyramid item
0: that's what i've heard that's what i've heard uh okay yeah that's uh, nothing specific come to your mind though like you don't know where you've heard it just from some prospector that's like, pretty I awesome. Can't,
1: I can't pull out any movies, any media, anything. Excellent. I just like, just Excellent. some
2: dude in my mind tell me this. The only prospector that comes to my mind is the guy from Toy Story, and I absolutely same. Love
0: him, so, same, oh, exactly wait, the same wait, thought.
1: Wasn't there like a Pixar short that was like the Jack? There was
0: actually, yeah. I've, I I had never heard go. of it. I'd never seen it, but apparently there is, and I'm hmm. kind of surprised that you've seen it, but. There I is a Pixar theaters, short. Man. Really?
1: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. A bit fuzzy on that I one. I
0: go to the theaters just to watch Pixar animated shorts. Nothing <laughs> well, else. was back
1: in the day when it came out and it was new. I mean. Yeah.
0: Oh, I assume it was attached to another movie, not just the short by itself. Yeah. But interesting. Well, if you end up thinking, if you end up uh, realizing or it dawns on you what other prospector or what other movie it reminds you of. Uh, I would love to hear it because I have no idea which one that could be referring to.
2: For any of you who but want to look up the Jackalope Disney short, don't. That is awful.
0: It's not good. It's From a what I be- the picture I saw, I was like, mm, that does not look fun. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture and read the description of the short, and I was like, mm, pass. <laughs> I'm not
1: going to watch that. Man, you got some uh, weak commitment there. Come on. <laughs> so
0: the description that I read. The way that it went was there's a jackalope that's running around giving advice to a sheep that's depressed after run, being shorn. Oh, that's a sheep? Uh, okay. Picture, it looked like yeah, eagle. Remember, yeah. <laughs> looks like a eagle. It looks like a eagle. Oh, yeah. Like a smiegel it,
2: mixed with, like, Dobby or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dang. No, I think it's supposed to be a sheep that just got shorn and so now I'm he's all I'm just looking depressed. at a blurry picture of it. It's uh, <laughs> <that's yeah>.
2: horrifying.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, that was the description I read. And I saw that picture, Brad. And I was like, no, I'm past. Thanks. I don't need to see that. I yeah. think I've got it.
1: Man, that jackalope and that short was awful. I'm just yeah, remembering. Yeah, it sounds like now. it. It was pretty awful. So,
0: well, I mean, so that's, I guess, the uh, basis of where jackalopes are starting at. And that's a pretty low bar for jackalopes, <laughs> sadly. Low. No, no offense, Pixar, but start. that's just, it's not great. Uh, Brad, you got any uh, jackalope antics, or are, are you fresh
2: out? Well, I don't want to spoil mine. to, to Were you planning on saying what I said? No, you? no. You can. You're welcome to go so, into it. Um, I do know a little bit about them. Not like crazy. Uh-huh. And my my thought was because I know that they're kind of like not quite rabid, but like mm-hmm. aggressive. And so I had always kind of thought that Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the killer rabbit, was kind of loosely based on a -a jackalope
0: yeah i don't Uh, know if that's uh, accurate so i would be curious to see if that is honestly that movie's just so
2: ridiculous they're like what's ridiculous like more ridiculous a bear attacking us or a tiny little fluffy bunny and they went with that that's probably what happened but also
0: jackalopes
1: but jackalopes
0: that's true i mean i could totally see it though honestly and that like i mean it may not be that they like fully pulled the uh inspiration off of it it could just be that it's like conveniently based off of it or they just kind of heard stories about it but there are some stories that we'll get into in a little bit about jackalopes and it does uh i mean they're not jackalopes obviously aren't as terrifying as the monty python bunny because that thing's a menace but i mean they are pretty terrible. We they are pretty. I would say a menace for sure.
1: Those the <laughs> jackalopes. I mean, are they a menace in any more of a way than they might just like destroy your garden like your regular rabbits? Or... Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah they're there's, they're there's
0: more dangerous than they're more dangerous than uh, ripping up your garden for sure. I mean, maybe not the most dangerous thing. I would watch out for bears before a jackalope. I like, if there's two hallways and you can either choose a black bear or a jackalope then i mean take the jackalope but it's still not something you want to really cuddle up next to but uh anyway uh for those people who are very confused about what we're talking about because i feel that i understand i mean we really (laughs) we've been saying a word over and over again that is if you've never heard of it just a nonsense word that is kind of sounds like a combination of things And it is. That's why it sounds like it. Um, The jackalope is a creature um, supposedly living in North America area. Not anywhere particular, but just kind of wherever rabbits live, supposedly. Um, And it's actually a combination of a jackrabbit and an antelope. So, (laughs) hence the name jackalope. Combination, though. It is a very strange combination. Uh, And so obviously you get that combination what's it going to look like well the way the the jackalope is described is it's supposed to be a jackrabbit with antelope horns so it's a pretty straightforward combination a pretty straightforward creature it's just a rabbit with horns basically an antelope is
2: is prey right like it's not really a predator uh-huh. or anything so i feel like definitely it's just yeah, a really a weird crazier, uh, think, yeah. re- weird combo of just like two animals that are <laughs> prey like wh- yeah like, wh- for like, sure <laughs> What what evolutionary like benefit does this thing have other than being a lot like really
0: top heavy? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now it's got horns. I mean, what (laughs) evolutionary benefit do horns serve to do to deer or antelope other than just now they are
2: top heavy as well. So, well, no, because I mean, they have more of a a backside and horns help them fight off like predators. So you don't know. Maybe these bunnies are doing the same thing. But
1: like, I don't even I don't know. Maybe I. Are they any bigger than like normal jackrabbits or?
0: Not really. No, as far as I can tell, they sound like they're pretty much the same size. Maybe slightly larger, but otherwise (laughs) they're basically the same size. I don't think horns of this thing is gonna give it much of a defense. Maybe, (laughs) maybe maybe from birds though. Hey, right now. If I were to see a rabbit in the wilderness, I wouldn't think much of it. I just keep walking. I might even walk directly past it. Wouldn't even think anything of it. If I saw a rabbit with horns, I think I'd probably give that thing a pretty wide berth. So, <laughs> I think if they had horns on them, I at least would stay steer clear for a little while. But so they're at least going to be safe from me. But I don't know. Maybe maybe their <laughs> natural weird. predator wouldn't give a, a second thought about it. I I actually I don't know what the natural predator of a jackrabbit is other than like maybe like yeah hawks wolves I mean a hawk might might not be able to do much against a jackalope all it has to do is like wave its head
1: around and like keep (laughs) itself safe I don't know man hawks are hawks are pretty pretty deadly (laughs) but if what you're saying about yeah if you're hyping this guy up maybe. Maybe he's got some other abilities or something. I mean, I wouldn't say hyping up. I'm, I'm just uh, not trying to get you to
0: think of him as a regular rabbit. He's definitely better than a regular ass rabbit, but I don't know if he's like full on like killing people yet. Not yet, though.
1: Not yet. So, Maybe a couple wait. couple years of evolution.
0: Once he evolves into the Monty Python rabbit, then we'll see. <laughs> okay, that rabbit with horns. Yeah, I'd give it a wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> I think that have, that rabbit without horns, I would give it a wide berth. I don't care. <laughs> so, that being said, jackalopes. Now that we know what they are, are have been creatures that have been talked about and have been rumored for a long time. Uh, they, I mean, it's been a story that have been has been told in America for we don't really know how long. It goes back for years and years and years. But we definitely do know that like kind of the time period when it started to catch on and people like really started to talk about them and started to spread out like the the imagery of jackrabbits or, or sorry of jackalopes. Uh, and that was in the 1930s. And it was done by a guy named Douglas Herrick and also his brother. Sadly, the brother has no like name attached to it. It's just D- Douglas it's Herrick brother. and brother. Oh. So <laughs> poor guy. Uh, but these guys were both hunters and also taxidermists. And so, because of that, they had heard these stories of jackalopes. So they went out hunting and killed rabbits and also antelope. and they were actually they it wasn't actually antelope. it was actually deer um horns, but quote unquote, antelope horns. And so they took the dead jackrabbits and then they taxidermied the head of the rabbit. And then put horns onto them. And that was where the first official uh, jackrabbit head or trophy came from. Because those guys ended up selling the jackrabbit trophy to a local hotel in Douglas, Wyoming. Oh. Rather than, like, imagery of people being like, oh my goodness, what is that? That is like a real life jackalope. Holy crap. We didn't know that was a real thing. And now we see it.
1: So... It's such, like, kind of a to-be-expected origin, uh-huh. I would think, or, like, popularization. Yeah. But, man, is that just, like, really kind of lame. It's just it two guys, really like, stitching, like, animal parts on other animals.
2: But, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, less on the jackalope's ability and realism. Like, good job to the
0: taxidermists uh-huh. who are able to fool people. Like, that's awesome. Exactly, right? And so, because of that, like, they people loved it so much like and this is a thing that has been told about for a while but no one's ever really seen it and so because of that people were like oh my goodness it's like they were enamored so suddenly douglas and his brother had like a whole business that they were making so they started just churning out uh jackalope heads over and over and over again they started selling them to a retail outlet in south dakota actually and then after a while of them doing that then somebody else took over um another unnamed taxidermist has continued to manufacture the hum, the horned rabbits even into the 21st century now so yeah it has really caught on and like people have started to like decorate bars all way, all across the united states with them there's like a bunch of of course postcards and like tourist paraphernalia and stuff like that that people sell that are all about these jackalopes based off of these heads and in fact there's actually even some uh, businesses and stuff that have used the jackalope as like marketing and like logo strategies which i think is kind of hilarious
1: i mean like so the image of like just like a rabbit with like horns on it is like i don't know for whatever reason it seems like it goes together pretty well
0: yeah, I think so. I guess so.
1: the the two brothers that made it probably thought as well. I was curious yeah. though like what a a real jackalope head that you like buy on eBay. Like what that goes for.
0: It's an excellent question. I have no idea. I am not sure. I I would assume actually that a large percentage of the jackalope heads that you can buy now online are f- like fake that they're like plastic heads not a real taxidermy uh, jackalope head or a rabbit head, right. mainly just because like the the supply must just be so much more difficult to get. Uh, I mean, of, like, like actual the, ones.
1: Rabbits are everywhere, though. You I
0: know? mean, they are like, but plastic's so much over. easier to make. Yeah, it's much yeah. cheaper. <laughs> like, yeah, ja- rabbits are easy to get a hold of for sure, but you have to kill a rabbit, taxidermy it, kill a deer, take take its horns, and then they graft the horns or like stick the horns onto the rabbit head. Like that's a lot more work than just making a plastic mold and then sticking some plastic fur on it. So I'm I'd be willing to bet that most head most jackalope heads you can get nowadays are plastic. So I don't know how much a real one would cost. I would guess probably a couple hundred dollars though. Maybe like one, two hundred dollars. For a real jack jackalope head i say real jackalope with like quotes but it's so real (laughs) i mean i don't know we'll see um but another funny thing which i think is hilariously strange uh is so along with of course people like loving jackalopes making tourist stuff all over the place because tourists will buy anything let's be honest um there's also obviously been a bunch of movies shows books things like that that have been done about the jackalope. There was even a low budget mockumentary apparently, though I never I didn't watch it, but apparently there's a mockumentary about jackalopes. But best of all, I think it's hilarious that Wyoming considered a bill to make the jackalope the official state mythological creature, which oh, I love. That's
1: awesome. Is yeah, that like yeah. an actual like statistic is that like each it state has its own mythological creature? Or?
0: It is an actual thing. I don't think every state has an official mythological creature. Mm. I think it's just like some states do, some states don't. But I think it's hilarious that Wyoming almost chose the jackalope for theirs. So I don't know what, I don't know if they changed or like they were going to go with jackalope, but they decided on something else instead or they just opted to not have a official mythological creature at all. But I do think it's kind of funny that Jackalope was almost, they were so close to being the official Wyoming mythological creature. but Almost made it big time. Almost. They were so close. <laughs> and now they're down here with the rest of us scrubs. Ah. No mythological statehood for me. <laughs> but, so that's the uh, popularized version of like how the Jackalope caught on and where the classic, like, stuffed heads that you'll see come from but unfortunately uh now we'll get into kind of where the probable real story of the jackalope came from and then we'll get into the more entertaining like fun stories of like what people believed and what the quote-unquote mythology was of them It's like because there's a couple of different mythologies spread around the world but so the theoretical true legend or the true origin of where the jackalope comes from is actually really sad. Um it's supposedly the the belief is that the jackalope was thought that it, 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 people thought that it was a real a creature out there because they were seeing rabbits just kind of wandering around in the wilderness that were infected with this disease called a uh, uh shope- papillomus virus i to- oh. may have mispronounced that <laughs> Maybe. but i probably did but that's the that's at least a version of, or like my pronunciation of that disease but what it is is it's a virus that these rabbits can get that makes them like grow really oddly shaped tumors on their like heads and things like that right. and it makes them kind of look like they have horns Oh, and wow. so, That's yeah, so
1: sad, though, is that yeah. they're just like having some terrible disease.
0: Uh uh-huh. So they kind of look like they have a weirdly shaped horns. They definitely look weirder or different than a normal rabbit. And so because of that, people would see them out in the wilderness and start to go like, oh, that must be some kind of mythological creature. And people even started hunting them, and which actually was probably good for the overall health of rabbits in general, because they were killing the infected ones and helping all the others not catch it. But with that, then, as people were starting to hunt these things down, a scientist named Richard E. Shope, which is where the name of the virus comes from, it's named after him. He started to research them and found out that these weren't actually some some weird variety of rabbit. It was just these rabbits were infected with this virus. And people actually started, like, before the name caught on of a jackalope or before people started associating with them them with that they at first card them called them either horned or warty rabbits which is Orgy. kind of sad yeah because they had like warts kind of but like well, they were extreme warts
1: because i guess like uh in humans there's like hpv right which is papilloma right? papillomavirus and that just makes you grow like uh, oh yeah really like extremely long and big like warts to my understanding it's been a while since i right. my college biology class but so it sounds like it's like basically the same thing in which they're just like having these basically like you said like tumorous warty growths yeah just super You're right. long and big
0: yeah it, and it's actually now now that you say that it uh, uh it is the exact same thing it's the Shope papilloma virus yeah. i just don't know how to read words cuz words are hard uh so but it is the same virus just it's the rabbit variety i suppose not the human variety interesting and they just don't have any kind of cure or any kind of vaccine or anything against it so they just get these terrible uh growths, these these uh quote unquote horns if you will but and so that's kind of what the odds are that's what the reality of the jackalope is unfortunately like It's probably not some mythological creature. It's probably just these creatures that have, unfortunately, a disease. And they're just getting hunted because people think that they're crazy and and weird. So, Mm. but that being said, now, like I said, that was a little bit sad, a little bit depressing. But we're going to now get into the kind of more exciting, fantastical, lighthearted origins of where, like, maybe the stories of jackalopes came from years ago before people were actually like before the 1930s where people were hunting these creatures down and like trying to figure out what this horned rabbit was in the wilderness back in the day before that there was actually still stories of a horned rabbit. I mean, there was there's stories of all kinds of random weird animals out there. So of course yeah. there was stories about a horned rabbit.
1: Um, do, in fact, do we have in, any like sightings or pictures. Cause man, I remember like, some of those pictures you had of the Jersey Devil and uh, more yeah. if you got Un- it,
0: <laughs> unfortunately, um, most of the jackalope pictures that you have are either just like people photoshopping horns onto rabbits, or a lot of them are those like taxidermied heads where it's like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, dang it. Yeah. Um, there is one picture if you look it up that there is a it is it's like a news. Uh, it's like a still image from a news report where it has a jackalope on screen. But I mean, that is very possibly just a a taxidermied rabbit sitting out in the forest. So (laughs) who would do that? Yeah, I don't know. People are (laughs) weird, but so that's, unfortunately we don't really have any cool fun pictures drawn of this thing from like decades ago, but we do actually though, Uh, We're going to talk about a slightly different version of the Jackalope that we have a drawing of from over in Germany. So we'll get to that in a minute. So brace yourself for that. We can have a fun picture, but Jackalopes themselves don't really get any cool pictures, sadly. Dang it, man. Yeah, I know. Hate to disappoint. But uh, apparently if like talking about where these guys could be like originating from in the 13th century over in Persia. uh, There was apparently a picture with a rabbit or of a rabbit with a single horn, much like a unicorn Um, and stories were told about how there was this creature out there that had this um, wasn't really more described or there wasn't much lore behind it other than just that picture. Nobody really had much to say about it, but I think it's kind of neat that, all the way back at least into the 13th century we had pictures drawn of rabbits with horns and could the very well be that origin? that's like yeah the true origin of perpetuated. the unicorn <laughs> it's the true origin of both the jackalope and the unicorn it's just <laughs> that old it's just after time people started to get confused like oh, was it a horse or was it a Was it a rabbit? I don't know. Let's just make it two different things. I mean, was it as
1: long as a horse or not? Uh, Maybe Uh, it was a rabbit the the size of a
0: horse. A callback. Uh, And so then we also then jumped forward into uh, in Europe, in the medieval era, in the Renaissance era. And there was stories told about a rabbit with horns uh, in that era as well. Interestingly enough. So we have some pictures from that era. Uh, that were depicted I mean like we don't we're sorry we have stories told of people having pictures I couldn't find any of those pictures specifically but apparently there was a bunch of stories of people having them and people were really engrossed and interested in this horned rabbit and I don't know maybe they all burnt down when uh, a castle got lit on fire and all of the not the jackalope pictures archives, out, exactly. Anything. No, please. It held the secrets of the universe, the or a the text. My prized possessions. I've been spending the last three decades collecting those pictures. I wanted to be the sole owner of every jackalope picture, and now they're gone. And
1: How could I let this happen? That the Library of Alexandria was exclusively <laughs> research on jackalopes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious to find out. I mean, obviously there would be no way, but it would be hilarious to find that. Oh yeah. The, uh, this incredible thing that everyone's been like fawning over and saying we've been missing and like devastated that we lost. Turns out no, no, no it was all just a bunch of garbage. It was just nonsense.
1: Just
0: we actually didn't lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, I me mean, alexandria big freaking gackalope fan you know that person i don't know if Jack alexandria was a real person or not but if they were huge Jackalope was the the, steady, was right? alexander the great okay that's what i thought i thought it was named after alexander but then i was like i don't know maybe it was named after someone else there's a lot of alexes Ev- in history you know named after him and that <laughs> so area. true so true um but so there's also Funny enough, and I think this is a great snippet of time of human history that we can see into this. um there was several books, especially in like the the eighteenth and like earlier century, there was historical texts and like scientific journals written about like the animal kingdom and animals in the world and stuff like that and in many of these texts, there were illustrations and or Uh, descriptions of the jackalope included as though they were real creatures like they included the jackalope and talked about it 100 like accurate this is where it lives this is what it does this is how it like moves around and everything like that and i think that it's so interesting back in the day like the vetting process of things like that must have been so lax i'm just like I've heard a story about that creature, so let's put it into my scientific journal. It,
1: oh, it's it, it it nuts, man. <laughs> like I mean, I, I think we've covered enough like kind of Oh kinda yeah. cryptid-esque creatures or whatever to know that like our boy Pliny the Elder, you know, from Yeah. ancient Greece, I believe, is that he he loved this stuff, man. If there was like a rumor or a whisper on the wind of like some type of weird cryptid or something, he'd put that in his scientific journal, so
0: I mean, there's no way it's not real. If everyone's talking about it, it's got to be re- real. It's got to be true. Yeah.
1: I mean, if I believe it, then it's fact. And I'm yeah. going to put it in this journal and then it'll be really fact. Exactly. So,
0: that's another one that unfortunately I could not find a picture of it. Like I they we've got stories and and supposed descriptions of how the scientific journals had pictures Illustrated of the horned rabbit, and we know that there was like texts texts of them in those uh, journals. But no matter where, how much I looked, I could not find a picture of these creatures. Like I could not find the drawings in these scientific texts, which is so disappointing to me. But I mean, to be fair, this is from like the seventeenth, eighteenth century, so maybe they just nobody thought to preserve these scientific journals and. They've all just kind of disappeared. But I was really hoping to find a really fun (laughs) picture drawing of a jackalope in a old scientific journal. People saying, like, breaking down the anatomy of the creature. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would have been so good. I would love it. But. So that's the uh, the historical like origins of them, which I think is hilarious to think back on but the myths though i think are really interesting of how people have like kind of like i said the stories that people have been telling about this creature are they've been going on forever for like years in fact we can we can track these stories back to even into like central america we have written or like uh recorded stories of people talking about horned rabbits Um, and there's even a, yeah, there's a culture, a group of people in Central America called the, uh, Huichol, but I think it's really interesting. They actually had a story of a horned rabbit that was in their legends that they told about. And it was interesting to me, the like relationship that these rabbits had, uh, in their mythology and their legends the horned rabbit was actually a really good friends with the deer. Uh, both the horned rabbit and deer were best of friends. In fact, in a lot of their calendars and things like that, the horned rabbit and the deer are like kind of always next to each other. They're either viewed as brothers or twins or like just like associated, like the sun and the moon, basically the always next to each other, which I think is really oh, interesting. That yeah, that's really cool. cool. To go even more interestingly, I think it's very cool. The way that the legend goes is that the deer actually originally didn't have any horns, and the horned rabbit did. And so after a time, the horned rabbit was kind enough that it started to give its horns to the deer out of the kindness of its heart. And after that happened over time, the horned rabbit eventually started to lose its horns for good, and the deer permanently we were able to get the horns for themselves. And so now the horns have switched from the rabbit over to the deer permanently. And now we just have regular deer and horn or sorry, regular rabbits and horned deers deer, which is
1: neat to me. I think it's a really cool story. So they had to like share the horns between them. So I think
0: it was along the lines of, or more like the rabbit had horns and it was, Kind of just living its life, and the deer, I guess, was either sad and jealous or whatever. And so the rabbit was kind enough to like lend its horns to him, or like one horned rabbit would give its horns to a deer, and then another horned rabbit would be like, Oh, I'll give you my horns. Sure, that's fine. I don't need mine. And after that happening often enough or over enough time, eventually it just became all the deer have the horns, and none of the rabbits do. So. I think it was just over time they kind of gave them all away and all the deer started to have horns. So is this Fun. the first
2: like idea and tradition or story or whatever of evolution? Because
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be. Plus this that's is the cutest uh, and
2: loveliest story I've ever heard in my
0: life. So I, I know, right? Little story. Friendly little rabbits just giving away their horns just to make friends. They want to make their friends happy so they're giving their horns to them which i think is cute why didn't pixar make this the short because i would i know right oh man did you imagine
3: they
0: got got a sad little deer that's got no horns and he's jealous and sad about everyone else having horns and he's got a jackalope friend that has horns and he's like oh man like your horns are so cool i wish i had some and the other ones the jackalope's like you can have my horns i don't need them for all the, the, the
2: fanfic writers that uh, listen to us, you should write this story and we'll read it.
0: Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it, the the story writes itself, honestly. Seriously. It's just 3 seconds in the writing room and you got a you got a banger for sure. You know, the good old but, writing room. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone's got the room. Everyone's got a writing room for sure. But that's uh that's from what I could find, the I mean, well, in my searches, I found that one, that story to be the coolest legend of Jackalopes that I could find. And I really liked and enjoyed that story because I felt like it was really different and unique from like all the other ones that I read. Um, because most of the other stories that I read were like a lot more silly and like kind of just whimsical, which those are fun. I like those as well. In fact, that's what most of the American Legends of Jackalopes are it's like they're almost all just a kind of tongue-in-cheek Just jokes about them, but I really enjoyed that uh, Central America story of the Jackalopes and the deer having a really interesting kind of relationship, but that being said the American stories like I said far less uh, heartwarming and far more strange and bizarre um, one of these stories and and legends as far as it goes. And I I don't know if I would necessarily say legend is maybe more of just like propaganda, propaganda. <laughs> I guess. Jackalope propaganda. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but according to the stories, jackalopes were so dangerous uh, that when they were like at the peak of human, or like the, the zeitgeist, people were talking about how you needed to wear stovepipes on your legs to keep yourself from being gored by the jackalope.
1: That's fantastic. You're Uh just going to bite your ankles off, man.
0: Yeah. And then uh, there was actually even a store in Douglas that started selling jackalope milk, quote unquote. And the New York Uh Times responded to that, questioning the authenticity of the, quote unquote, jackalope milk, because they said... Oh, bold claim, man. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) They said that it wasn't real because... Everyone knows the milking of a jackalope is a very dangerous baby, sorry, very dangerous task and is fraught with risk. So there's no way that they have real jackalope milk because no. that's too dangerous. It so. almost
1: seems like the jackalope is like an inside joke, you know? Exactly, at this point. right? <laughs> In which people that don't know could be like, that are goable or like, yo, it's a jackalope. And people that <laughs> maybe are like more native to the region are like, yo just uh wrap stove pipes around your ankles Uh (laughs) you want to buy some jackalope milk (laughs) exactly
0: like it's at this point no one's trying to decide whether they're real or not no one's trying to like prove one way or another people are just fully committing that yes these are real everyone knows quote unquote like jokingly but nobody's gonna be willing to like have one because they're too dangerous or they're they're too rare or, or anything like that like people are just like fully committing to jackalopes are real and nobody can touch them. <laughs> I think it's awesome.
2: I mean, it's most, uh, most plausible situation.
0: It's definitely, yeah, obviously the, it, that's clearly just the way that it was. Like, people just knew they were real, but they were just a menace for sure. Like, I mean, look at Monty Python. That's just, <laughs> would you want to have to deal with that thing out in the wilderness? That thing's yeah. going to come out of nowhere and yeah. just decapitate you. <laughs> Brutal. Um, so that being said, if you do try to go out hunting for one, uh, there's actually some advice that people would give. Uh, one of which is that if you want to try to entice or like try to attract a jackalope to you, the best way to do that is by putting out whiskey because apparently oh. that is a jackalope's favorite drink. Same. Which, yeah, pretty awesome.
1: Oh, the jackalope's you know that- out here
0: just getting wasted.
1: The the traditional jackalope food source whiskey,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's what they that's their primary source of uh, nutrition out in the wilderness is whiskey. No wonder they're so wily, man. (laughs) No wonder they're so aggressive. They're all just drunk. (laughs) Oh man! But that being said, if you're also going to continue on with that hunting a jackalope, if you're out there in the wilderness, you're trying to trying to draw it in with whiskey. There was also stories that you need to be careful because they apparently can also mimic a human voice.
1: Wow, So that's awful.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. So there was stories, <laughs> though, as, like, this could be kind of dangerous, but I think it's hilarious the way that they take this. Uh. So although they could, like, mimic a human voice, there was always stories told about, like, the jackalope, like, mimicking human voices, especially during the night when you're sitting around the campfire at night, and just kind of talking. You'd hear voices out in the middle of the darkness, and that was probably a jackalope. And they, there was specifically a story of people sitting around a campfire and singing at night, and people would claim that jackalopes would start mimicking their voices and singing along, but specifically in tenor. So. Oh, yeah, jackalopes. In case you ever hear a uh, random tenor singing in the wilderness, it's probably a jackalope because they sing in tenor.
2: Man, so like they actually have pitch and stuff. It's not just like a.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they're good singers, apparently. They're. Wow. It's beautiful. <laughs> but.
1: Other than and drinking then... whiskey and putting up yeah. your legs, it's your uh-huh. favorite yeah. pastime.
0: As long as you stay far enough away, you just appreciate the beauty. Once you get close, then you got to start worrying. But. As long as you keep a good distance away, it's it's a, a beautiful thing of nature. So, and then lastly, I, another uh, strange jackalope trait that I think is so bizarre and it doesn't make sense to me, um, but it is apparently said that jackalopes, they can only breed during lightning flashes. And... Mm. Yeah, and so apparently they have to wait for lightning flashes, but that's really difficult, apparently, because of their horns, I guess, because their horns attract lightning to them, and so, like, they're always getting struck by lightning, and so, (laughs) apparently, they really, they can only breed during lightning, but they're always getting struck by lightning, and so that makes it really difficult for them to breed, and I don't understand the, the... reasoning behind this lore but i think it's hilarious that that's like
1: a, a, a
0: story that was told about them is that they can only breed during lightning flashes so
1: it's so weird man it's, <laughs> it's so, so bizarre
0: it is but so yeah that's the jackalope i think it's hilarious um and like i said there was several other countries several other cultures in general that have creatures very similar to these. Uh, most of them we don't know much about other than just like a name or thing or something like that. Um, but one we know a little bit about. Uh, it's very, very similar to the Jackalope. And that's the uh, uh, Volpeter, Volpetinger. It's uh, from Germany. I don't remember exactly how to it. It sounds kind of like a Pokemon. I don't remember exactly how to pronounce it. Uh, but it actually has many different spellings of the creature, also. So it could be that it was pronounced in different ways than the t- typical one. That being said, I'm sure I didn't pronounce even the way I pronounce it isn't a normal way of pronouncing it. But there are many different ways to pronounce the name. Um, but this creature lived out in like the woods of like the Alps, Germany, especially in southern Germany, and it was a like. Creature, a, a rabbit usually, or a, or some kind of rodent creature that had wings, antlers, a tail, naturally, and fangs, all on top, all attached to like a usually either a rabbit or a squirrel body. So, it
1: has so many just like different body parts. It's almost like yeah. somebody made it in spore, man. Exactly, it is a a genetic nightmare for sure. But I mean it's adapted for every possible situation. It's, it's ready like, for it. The Swiss uh, army knife of rodents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Swiss army knife of the animal kingdom. It's ready yeah. for any situation. All it needs is gills and it's
1: ready for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's ready to go. Oh man,
1: that that's the expansion next uh, next time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, When it when it evolves gills, it's so it's like watch out everybody. Here it comes nowhere is safe. <laughs> You can't hide from this terror. Now, right now, the animal, the the water is the only place you can run. But now, it's it's plotting for the revenge. But there's actually a bunch of much like the jackalope, a bunch of inns that have these kind of creatures displayed, like stuffed creatures like this displayed on in them. Most of them, obviously, are just like a rabbit taxidermied with a bunch of pieces stuck onto them. In fact. Let me see if I can find the picture. There was one picture that I saw that I thought I had a, inc- sent it to, to you guys. It is a monstrosity of taxidermy. <laughs> it's like, it's such a bad looking taxidermy job. Fish one? It's... Um, the fish one? What do you mean by the fish uh, one? It looks it like a rabbit
1: fish. Just the, the furry fish.
0: Oh, oh Oh, no, no, not that one. That one we'll get to in a minute. Um, is the taxidermy
1: and, worse than like the early or I guess like mid-European rulers? I don't know if you have ever seen some of their like taxidermy, but it is horrendous. There we go. Like the so, facial structure is is melting. It's
0: it's pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> so that's what oh, it looks please, like. No. It is it is a monstrosity of like it looks like a beaver's torso. With like wings attached to the arms of the beaver, and then like kind of a, it almost looks like a duck bill, horns from I don't know what, ears from a buffalo, I think. Calf
1: horns, and
0: yeah, it's it's a, it's the least convincing taxidermy job I've ever seen in my life.
1: This is so like some terrible, it is a crime against nature, for sure. Yeah. The look, the expression, in its eyes, it just—it's screaming in pain, man.
0: Yeah, so it's it is terrible. horrible. I hate it, but it's uh, that is a stuffed creature, a stuffed version of the Volpatinger that is supposedly a real depiction. Like that's what it's supposed to look like, and that's actually on display in uh, Zurich, Germany. So. Yeah. I don't know there's there's also one of these displays one of these taxidermy things uh, in the uh, fish and hunting exhibit in Munich Germany as well so yeah apparently they're all over the place but I do not I if they, they look they're anything like bad. that one they're not that convincing to I, me I, I hate <laughs> this not this like the jackalope man. yeah it's pre cursed but so that being said, I think the, uh, the Volpitzinger is very cool. And it's like a really interesting kind of twist on the Jackalope. And it is actually in the same vein as the Jackalope in this larger umbrella categorization of creatures called Fearsome Critters. Uh, and this oh. is kind of like a subcategory slash side category of cryptids. And these are things that like are either small enough in size or in knowledge that people just like don't really know much about, but they're like kind of weird, small little animals that now they need their own kind of categorization. Jackalope is one of them that has like is part of that subcategorization. It's considered a fearsome critter. So is the Vopatinger. And another one, another creature that is part of the uh or considered a fearsome critter is actually the jersey devil interestingly oh. enough oh yeah it's finally full so, circle yeah. it's full circle i had no idea when i did the either of these episodes that they were kind of tangentially related like that but apparently jersey devil all, now considered a uh cryptid is also technically considered a fearsome critter as well so which i think is what? interesting
1: what makes a mythical critter a fearsome
0: critter? Um, probably, I mean, so I actually have a list of some of these creatures, the ones that I think that are the funniest to me, because they're all weird. Um, but I would say something along the lines of, like, uh, people having to wear stovepipes on their legs to keep their legs from being gored. I probably, I would guess it's something along the lines of they're
1: <laughs> that kind of dangerous weird. and weird. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so do you think it's, like, these are cryptids that didn't make the cut basically, <laughs> basically i think so yeah these like, are, that's well it was that's like the
2: idea american idol right and only one of them <laughs> win and it was the jersey devil what is exactly, it america's yeah. got
0: cryptids or something <laughs> 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 yeah I, and it does seem basically exactly what this is. is it's like they're just creatures that basically are cryptids but they're just not popular enough not there's not enough lore about them or anything like that for people to consider them actually cryptids. Like, nobody actually believes these could be real, and so they're just considered these this side category of fearsome critters, rather Walmart than cryptids. A fo- <laughs> exactly. Or k Yeah. Grab- Before
2: we talk about this, I just, I have to know, did you make this uh-huh. while you were sitting in the restaurant, like Outback or something?
3: Isn't- uh, no. I honestly no. can't remember the I- last
2: time I was in. Oh, wait. Texas... What, I don't know Texas I don't, Roadhouse. I can't eat at any of those places. But isn't like Longhorns or like Outback or something like one of those restaurants like always have like all the the animal heads around it. I
0: mean, a lot of a lot of bars do, and I wouldn't be surprised if like Outback did. That wouldn't surprise me at all.
1: So I kind of see it more as like a like a Texas Roadhouse type thing, right? I could see, yeah, that yeah that makes but sense to me. It's been a minute, so maybe not. no. So Unfortunately, getting, not. I've just
2: been getting that vibe this entire episode of just like, like I mean, really prospector like prospector vibe, prospector like uh-huh. super like western country. I don't know.
0: That is kind of the vibe that like this originates from. <clears throat> it's from like out in the middle of North American West, just living out in the wilderness and people claiming to see all kinds like, of weird things.
2: I saw the yeah. name Gumbaroo and I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> Gumbaroo.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Those guys are awesome. So actually we'll go ahead and get started into the list because it's hilarious to me. And uh, we'll talk about Gumbaroo in a second. But the first one that I wanted to mention is the cactus cat. And I it's guess, a
1: alliteration.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's a feline of the American Southwest. That has hair like thorns, basically like cactus thorns, and it intoxicates itself by consuming cactus water. All of these just things like the... to drink alcohol. It's just uh-huh.
1: perpetually like high it's a drunk, or drunk
0: yeah. cat. <laughs> it's a drunk, pokey cat. So, oh, and man. then uh, next we have the dungave hooter, which <laughs> is a crocodile-like yeah. creature. Yeah, it's a crocodile creature that doesn't have a mouth. Instead it has giant nostrils and the creature uses its tail to pound lagers into a gaseous vapor, which it will then inhale for
1: substance. So when you say uh, lagers, you're like, like the beer people chopping down trees. Oh, well, yeah. Like people chopping I down trees. Yeah. I just, just make sure. It yeah, pounds they... them into vapor. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it will inhale the
0: like the, the lager vapor, logger lager dust, mm. and then that's how it feeds itself you know, i don't so, know how that
2: works but I, I mean i'm down i don't
1: either I, but I, I guess like every you know uh man's fragrance commercial ever it really just wants exactly. to smell like a lumberjack
0: right <laughs> <laughs> smell like
2: the forest itself <laughs> by dungan o- Ho- hooter today
1: <laughs> dungan dun, dun, hooter dun, <laughs> that's, that's dun, the
2: way hooter hooter the yeah scent the freaking of the man. wild <laughs> it's the scent
0: of man <laughs> oh Ooh, man so then thrust. next <laughs> this one i'm sure smells like a real man it's the gumberoo as we uh mentioned earlier this is a rare hairless bear-like creature Dude. that is nearly that has nearly invulnerable skin Oh, why do i do animals... that to the test man yeah, well yeah the animal's hide can repel anything it's fired at apparently like people have shot at it and the bullets just ricochet off of it however you can kill this thing by catching it on fire by lighting it on fire and then it will just explode if you do that interesting so you just need like, like a, a, a flamethrower. About- exactly
2: <laughs> it's funny that all cryptids that people have gone out and hunted and if the people have gone out and hunted they always happen to have invulnerable skin just as uh-huh. like a, a huge cop out for all the hunters that didn't, you know, weren't able yeah. to hit it. Oh. No, so it I totally shot it.
0: I hit it. The bullets just didn't go through it. I mean,
2: it's like, just
1: got invulnerable it's, skin.
2: It's not my fault. It generates a force field. Yeah, <laughs>
0: come on, man. This is garbage. I,
1: I the, saw the it deer for sure, was... but I, I just couldn't get it. It's, yeah. it's invulnerable. What do you want me to do?
0: <laughs> I had it in my sights. The deer was only three m- meters off. I was. It was a perfect shot. I lined it up and you know three I always meters hit my off. Shot. Yeah, it was. Bro, you're long. right next. You're point to it. blink. <laughs> uh-huh. I know and I never miss my shot, dude. I I got perfect. <laughs> I day. would hope not at and 3 I meters, shot. man. And it just <laughs> totally the, like, the animal just ran away. I don't know. It wasn't my fault. I hit I was, it for sure. And it just I was ran tr- away.
2: I was trying to take a picture of it but it turned on the blur filter automatically. Guys. What?
0: <laughs> I don't understand. I was so close and all of a sudden it's just a blurry mess. I don't get it. It it
2: has the ability to just go blurry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't
0: help that. Yeah, I agree. It's a very fun cop out. It is. But so another fun one that we've got is the side-hilled gouger. Uh and this guy, fun, fun guy. His uh his legs are longer, the left side of his body, the lo- legs are like really long, and the right side of his body, the legs are like, really short. <laughs> Because of that, he always have, has to be walking on the side of a hill, going, like, along the side of a hill. So that uh, way his legs are the right length. That,
2: that is so sad. Girl, I
1: know. He, that's so funny that we have this on the list. Cause like, My grandpa was, like, he grew up was on a Was he a side hill right? guy? No, he'd always, like... Say.
0: He had one short leg.
1: <laughs> no, no. He, he grew up on a farm, and, like, he'd always, like tells like stories about like what's the difference between like a left side of the hill cow and a right side of the hill cow, you know? And it was basically the same thing. So, like <laughs> but, like they their just left different... legs were longer. Yeah, but that's, that's hilarious, awesome. man. Side okay. hill <laughs> cowger.
0: Well, apparently that is <laughs> apparently maybe your grandfather got the origin of that story slash joke. I hate from to from tell you,
2: I hate to tell you, Bryce. Those weren't cows. What? <laughs> <I laughs> those... <still
0: gougers. laughs> Your grandfather was not a cow farmer. He was not a cattle rancher. He was a sidehill gouger farmer. He,
2: he was life. America's God. one and only sidehill
0: gouger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a monstrosity. <laughs> so then we also, going down the list, have Squonk. What a beautiful creature. Good old <laughs> Squonk. <laughs> He's just the most beautiful boy. He's an animal that is so saddened by his deformed <laughs> countenance that he cries nonstop. Why Even is this the so... point where he will cry so much that he will just dissolve into tears <laughs> if you ever look at him? If you look at him directly, <laughs> he just turns into tears. That's what I feel like all, <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yep, yep. I'm, a, sk- I'm a squonk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bryce's grandfather is a side hill gorger. <laughs> And I'm a squonk.
2: On days that we don't have our podcast, I'm a squonk.
0: <laughs> I'm just crying incessantly. And if anyone looks at me, I just dissolve into tears. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's terrible. Bad.
1: Just a torrent of tears. Don't find God, me on rainy bad. days
0: because I'll mix in with the, the rain <laughs> I just, I just wash away down the street into the gutter. Uh, <laughs> These are amazing. I know, right? They're all so funny. I don't like... Get rid of Bigfoot. Bring me yeah, Squonk. I out need of here. this. I Give need me
1: Squonk this. and the <laughs> Gumbaroo and the Dungave and Hooter.
0: It's so good. They're so much better. Uh, There's apparently so the a song
1: next... called
2: Squonk.
0: <laughs> is Squonk. there? By oh, ZZ Top. Of course well, there really?
3: is. Oh,
0: That's what I'm listening to tonight. <laughs> Falling asleep to that. <laughs> So the next one is the Whirling Wimpus, which sounds like a a Harry Potter creature for sure.
1: Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent.
0: But it's actually a gorilla-like creature with really long arms, and the end of those arms have horse-like hooves, apparently. Mm. And not only that, but it also has the ability to spin around really fast and generate a small tornado to catch prey. This is horrible. This is basically like Taz from like the Looney Tunes. I, I'm pretty sure that this is where Taz Hurling was found, like the original taz. from. So now we have a uh, tornado gorilla with <laughs> hooves for hands for some reason.
1: I guess it uh, hurt like that, great. Right? What do you think? would Oh, hurt yeah. Like a gorilla punching you or like a gorilla hitting you with like a rock, which I guess is kind of like a hoof.
0: Kind of what the hooves. I guarantee the hooves would be hurting more for sure. I do not want gorilla strength swinging a rock at me. That sounds like torture. Well, that
1: sounds like death, really. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like several concussions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: well, this one, thankfully, the next one far less dangerous. Uh, it's the fur-bearing trout, which is a species of trout that grows a thick layer of fur, so that way it can protect itself for co- in cold climates naturally I feel
1: like of course this is just invented by somebody who <laughs> skipped biology class <laughs> you yep. know how fish function <laughs>
0: no, no, no 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 fish are always cold during the winter so they have to grow a nice coat of warm fur to keep themselves oh, warm man
1: of this course wet fur can you imagine <laughs> how terrible the tops of lakes would look if fish <laughs> were yeah because then in summer they have to it's shed weird. all that fur just clumps of wet fur everywhere oh. nasty
0: uh, summer comes around and they're like, oh, I got to shed all this fur. It's getting warm out again. <laughs> and then you just got normal scaled uh, salmon again or trout. Sorry. Yeah. That, that would be a horrible thing.
1: Disgusting.
0: Oh, uh, so, and then the uh, second to last, which one that I think is hilarious is the hoop snake. Uh, this is a snake that apparently purposefully bites its tail. So that way it can roll around like a wheel.
1: Efficient. I like this guy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows that slithering around on your belly is just too much work, and instead we need to just roll like a wheel.
1: And I so. feel like this is something that you would find in like mid Texas, around like a bunch <laughs> of, like tumbleweeds, you know? Yes. And, yes. And it's just gonna get going real fast, and then just like spring out of the roll and like bite your face.
0: <laughs> you see, you see a whole like flock of tumbleweeds (laughs) rolling down the street and then you see one (laughs) one hoop snake one hoop snake in the middle of it just rolling downtown (laughs) perfectly i you want to yeah it's blending with its people i don't know do you want to say that the would you rather it be a herd of tumbleweeds what what do you want to call it
2: a flock of hoop
1: snake
0: oh a flock of hoop snakes snakes. there you go
1: yeah It'd be a, a roll or an entourage, maybe. An entourage? A,
0: ba- a basketball of hoop of hoop snakes.
1: A court <laughs> of just, hoop snakes. <laughs> there you go,
0: court of hoop snakes. And then everyone's just gonna play basketball with them. There you go. This is oh, awesome.
2: It's so All right. cool. <laughs> well when it, I, when it I feel like they would
0: just be called a roundup, a roundup of hoop snakes. Uh, I mean, that's too obvious. We gotta make it weird. Well you can so. you can do roundup of uh of tumbleweeds, you know there you go yeah yeah that's for sure so then uh now rounding in the list i'm man i feel like i really missed out on a joke to say rounding up the list with the hoop snake but (laughs) oh yeah huge
3: Mm. not so
2: so sorry sorry. (laughs) to drop in the last one
0: yeah there you go here we go now dropping down on the last one we're gonna round it out with uh i can't stop (laughs) with the the drop bear um and so Drop bear is a hilarious creature that I'd, I had actually heard of this one before, but I think it's hilarious, so I had to mention it. Uh, it's a hoax spread around in Australia that people tell, especially to, like, uh, like tourists and stuff, and the drop bear is supposed to be a, like, vicious, carnivorous version of the normally uh, herbivore-friendly koala. And the That's... drop bear apparently climbs up into trees, and then will sit in the tree until something walks underneath of it, and it'll drop down out of the tree on top of you and start to like attack you. <laughs> so, That's
2: terrible. So just a, a koala bear uh, that like,
0: got like rabies or something. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So, but like they're apparently carnivorous, so like they drop out of the trees and then just start eating you it. for no reason.
1: <laughs> so, can you imagine? Me. You're just walking through like the Australian like outback or something, and then all uh-huh. of a sudden, just hundreds of drop bears. <laughs> oh my god, you. <laughs> you gotta book it, man! It's a rain, yeah.
0: of, drop bears. <laughs> it's a rain of drop bears,
1: yes,
0: <laughs> man. We're it writes it. itself, honestly. It's so easy. Uh, and honestly, so just a couple of things that I think are funny slash interesting of drop bears uh one first of all drop bears are considered or are are named drop bears even though koalas definitely not bears they're they're a marsupial so Mm -hmm. very poor naming for that creature um but also along with them being extremely dangerous and you always have to be careful with them thankfully the australian people have some Pointers and to try and protect yourself from Ooh, these, these creatures. Yeah. Cause like you always gotta make sure that we don't want tourists getting killed by drop bears. That makes <laughs> your country look bad. So here's the uh things to to finish off today's weird episode. Uh ways to protect yourself from drop bears. Uh one is to put forks in your hair so that <laughs> when, you, when it yeah. drops down out of the tree, it stabs itself way. on the forks, and there you go. Yeah. Also convenient for your afternoon <laughs> meal. Yeah, there you go. And then you always have a fork nearby in case you end up have, needing a quick snack. Uh, the next one is to spread Vegemite or toothpaste behind your ears or in your armpits. Why? Why, in the why armpits? that's gonna do it?
1: I get. I have but, no idea. I could kind of rationalize the ears, you know, kinda, but uh-huh. I can't.
3: <laughs> what? Well, I mean, <laughs> what? you gotta <laughs>
1: what? You gotta take a bit of a I leap mean, of faith, you know. You don't want to get drop bared yeah yeah i mean what's presumably behind your ears yeah
0: presumably behind your ears i'm no no no. so presumably if the bear is dropping out of the the tree landing on top of you like either on your head or your shoulders it's going to be going for like your head first so like if you have it behind your ears it might like come up like Smell or eat the toothpaste or Vegemite, and that'll throw it off and like be like, yeah, oh, I can, "No, I can,
2: I, get, I can get toothpaste, but like Vegemite's actually a food that people, yeah, some, some well, Vegemite. People enjoy. Vegemite's
0: are food that people eat, not drop bears. Drop bears are allergic to it for oh, sure. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. See now now it makes sense. Now it makes yeah. sense. Thank you. And that being said, on the armpits, I don't understand. It's because it.
2: It's because your armpits put out like smell, right? So I suppose yeah, yeah, that, that makes glands. Sense. You have glands there that's like that. But I'm just making that up. I'm making that
1: <laughs> up. I idea. Pseudo science. If you, to, if you want to be really safe from drop bears, you just have to eat a whole jar of Vegemite before you go out. <laughs> no, we're thank just, you. You
0: just <laughs> cover yourself in Vegemite head to toe.
2: I would literally rather die.
0: <laughs> I would. I will choose being eaten by a drop like, bear rather a drop than, bear
2: can eat me. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, for sure. <laughs> uh, so then the next one, uh, if you want to be really careful, like like we were saying, you just cover yourself head to toe. Uh, this one's not in Vegemite, but if you want, you could urinate on yourself and that might scare uh, the
2: away. I'm yeah. good. tried that? No. no
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got stung by a jellyfish, so I mean, desperate <laughs> times, but I'm not, never doing that one again. Absolutely. Not ever. Yikes. Yeah, All right. And the last tip, last way to survive a drop bear attack, and my personal favorite is to try to always speak English. <laughs> You're in Australia in an Australian accent. So that way they don't think that you're a t- tourist and they won't attack you.
1: Right. Because everyone serious. knows. It's better. Yeah.
0: Everyone knows that, like, a tourist tastes better. And, like, the natives, <laughs> the people living in Australia, they don't get attacked. It's just the tourists that get attacked. And they can well, tell that you're a tourist. Like, McDonald's, your burgers, accent. and, and huh Exactly. <laughs> so if you only speak English in an Australian accent, then That's you're so safe so <laughs> people just and walk there. You go worst accents. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I'm sure, and the Australian people are just dying inside. <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. So ridiculous.
0: So that is the jackalope, primarily, and but also a brief glimpse into the weird world of fearsome critters that I just. I stumbled upon and I had to go into it a little bit because I thought it was hilarious. Man,
1: I gotta learn it's more so weird. about
2: you guys. Seriously, I <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued beyond belief. Uh,
0: the the really devastating part about it is there's almost no more information about any of those creatures more than what I have here. Like that's as far as I could find. Like it's just like it's like a, a quick just this one sentence. In. exactly. It's, it's like, good enough for this me. is the description, and that's all you get. It's like, yeah, it's a weird creature, and no, this is what it does. it's good enough, because we just so, talked for, what, 20 minutes on these guys, and I'm dying I love still. it. I love it. It's so good. So, so good, man. So that is Fearsome Critters. I love them. I am all about changing Bigfoot and all of the other cryptids. For fearsome critters instead. Let's let's get a full rebrand, start over, and get a new get the new guys in town because I think these guys are where it's at. This is the new future of American or of of the world creatures. Because I love them, man. But I think that otherwise will do it for us today on this a pretty weird, mostly lighthearted wack, episode. Dude. I. I tried to keep it a little bit more lighthearted cuz like it's a jackalope guys. Come on. Like, it's a it's a rabbit with horns. We all, it's going <laughs> to be free. <pretty, laughs> we can't take it too seriously. But so that's a more lighthearted episode for us this week after a pe- especially last week with a pretty dark serious episode of death yeah. on on our hands. So I totally uh, forgot about that. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. so so we're we're bringing it back up a little bit with jackalopes um but we would absolutely love it if you uh share it with a friend if you know anyone who's uh either a big fan of cryptids if you know someone who knows is a big fan of squonk let them know because they will just
1: there's uh, a whole world just waiting. they
0: will feel so seen in this (laughs) (laughs) um or if you, uh, if you can figure out what the heck the prospector origin that we were talk- that we felt in the beginning was for uh, jackalopes, I'd love to know what that is as well. Yeah, let us know. I we still don't know what the the prospector relationship is, but otherwise what we're on uh, what was that? <laughs> the the, the prospector thing? Like it's
2: it's there. We just we just we just can't put our it's finger there
0: on. for sure. Definitely. Uh, otherwise, we're on uh, TikTok. Uh, Brad's been posting some really funny videos on there. Go and check that out. And uh, we also have Twitter. If you uh, yes. want, we can go let us know, tweet at us. It's a great way to get in contact with us if you either hashtag want to. Hashtag If you want to hashtag squonk at us. Then Representation matters
3: for the squawks.
0: Re- represent squawking.
1: Our, uh, our handle is at Pod. if you're trying yeah. to find that.
0: There you go. And uh, if you want to either just squonk at us, that'd be great, or <laughs> let us know of a uh, creature that you uh, would like us to cover in the future. I'm going to go, go squonk at after-
1: episode. There you go. There you go. <laughs> just squonking, man.
0: And uh, other than that, I think that'll do it for this week. And we'll catch you next week with another mythal uh, kind of creature, something else.